Hi, this is Ben from 561 Music Podcast. Right now, we're trying to get a thousand subscribers on YouTube. It just helps us get out there more. It also enables us to monetize the podcast, to make it better, do more advertising for it and things like that. Subscribe to the podcast and hit the notifications button. That would be doing us a really big favor. Thank you very much. Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm really good. I got some color put in this guy. You did get some color, man. It's awesome. Yeah, so I'm feeling pretty happy about that right now. I know, man. You guys, like, uh, it's like infectious, man. You, you know, <laughs> I, I got the one, and then, like, it's been four weeks. It's just barely healed, and I'm already making appointments. I hate you both. <laughs> hey, you and James can go suck it, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I know, yeah. Causing, it's, an, like, it's an expensive hobby, man. <laughs> yeah, for real. You know, I think, you know, when you get to our age, most of them are. Music is an expensive hobby. Oh, man. <laughs> Life is an expensive hobby, but you know. Yeah, it's all good though. So uh what did we do this weekend? We played at DOS, didn't we? We did play at DOS. That yeah. was fun. Um actually we played DOS the previous weekend on Sunday and that was pretty interesting because it was a holiday weekend, but then we played again uh Friday, I guess, this week. Yeah. And they do yeah. a great job there. You yeah. know, they put the the stage right there in front of their um, double windows that yeah. they can open up. Well, they had the they had that uh, food truck invasion, man. So there was a lot of people walking by and stuff. It was fun. It was yeah, good it was great. Good times. Absolutely, yeah. And then uh, um, James and I, uh, we played this um, Guanabana, mm -hmm. and that was cool. We are uh, Guanabanas, I should say. Gu Guanabanas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that that was fun, and um, we're going to be there again on no November nineteenth when we do our album launch, album release. Yeah, yeah. Um, with hopefully, the hopefully on vinyl because uh, I'm old like that and I, I like stuff like that. Oh yeah, no, you know, <laughs> at, at this point it's like, what you know, is anyone even using CDs at, at all? You know, no. And and uh, there was a band. I, I went to go see my, uh, you know, I, I kind of took the weekend off a little bit Saturday, Sunday. I blocked it out because my son's band was, was playing uh, both Saturday and Sunday for two. Uh, I guess one of them was a benefit or something. It was a small little festival. But you always joke around when we're playing, you know, and you're mentioning the merch. You know, you always joke around about CDs and how, uh, you know, oh, and if you don't really use them, you can use them for coasters or whatever. Yeah. Um, there was a band that uh, was announcing their merch, and the the kid got on the mic and he said, uh, "Yeah, and then and we have cassettes for sale." And I thought, w was that just a word, like as in like a generic word for an album, or does he like literally? But no, they had cassettes for sale, and, yeah, like, man. Ho homemade cassettes with like stickers on them and stuff. I'm like, that yeah. is the shit, dude. Yeah, they're pretty <laughs> trendy right now. People are doing that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I think uh, I think we should have like Killbilly's branded Walkmans, you know. Oh, there you go. You sell them the Walkman along with it. That's actually not a bad idea, man. Like yeah, it. seriously. Yeah. yeah. So that's what's been going on. And um, today we have Hadi and Alfredo, his engineer. How's it going, guys? How you doing? How you doing, man? Thank I'm you very much. Well. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. It's our pleasure. Thanks for coming up. Um, I really love uh, your music. I think that tune that you got out is fantastic. That 4 a.m. tune is badass. You know, I'm Thank all you. about it because it's got that whole 80s synth pop feel to <laughs> yeah, it. So I'm it. all about it. Yeah, yeah. That's Hector's, um, Hector's dream. That's, is to, that's my is, wheelhouse right yeah, there, yeah. man. Yeah. Dude, no, I love all that synth pop stuff, man. Oh, dude, it's amazing. All that new wave. like That's a, uh, definitely a major influence on my style. 
Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So how did you um how did you find yourself getting into music? Do you have like did you have supportive parents in regard to that? Yeah, so I mean I'm honestly very fortunate enough to have um parents who um were very supportive and uh I guess the best way to explain it is that I got my first guitar when I was like six. Um I didn't start playing until I was eight and I didn't take it like very, very seriously until like I was like twelve yeah. or so. Right. And then I start I've been playing guitar since then. I mean before that like the guitar was like pretty much the size of me so I couldn't really do much <laughs> with it. Sure, so yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, exactly, right? And then um I just kept on going with it. I've always been in bands and then pretty recently I'm now a solo project and I could not be happier with it. Yeah, that's So is awesome. it is it just guitar or are you multi instrumentalist? Yeah, so I, I I mean I play uh bass as well. I play um synth or keys. Okay. Yeah. Um as far as drums, I'm learning drums. Okay. But at the moment, you know, I've, for my demos and stuff like that, I kind of program drums. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, a couple of good friends of mine come in, and um, they'll do the actual drum takes for them. Oh, cool. gotcha. That's awesome. yeah. Cool. So um, how do you guys know each other? Uh, well, uh, we grew up together. So we knew each other in back in elementary school. We were about seven years old in the second grade. Yeah, oh, cool. Uh, we we pretty much we're best friends and we were like twins believe it or not you know and then he got prettier uh, <laughs> <laughs> no i'm playing around but yeah no and then uh middle school your family moved to boca we stayed in creek and we ran into each other i used to work at guitar center i used to do sales and then i did uh sales management or sales yeah. lead at gc and he came in one day and we just reconnected and he was like yo i'm actually doing music and i was like there's no way i'm an engineer oh yeah, brilliant. It, was, it was one of those things that it, it just a very coincidental events in your life, you know. Yeah. Like we we didn't talk for like almost a decade, you know, and out of nowhere, you know, going from because I like like you said, I left for middle school. I went from Broward to to Boca, and you know when you're young, like something like that, losing all your friends, kind yeah. of thing. It's like the worst thing in the world. Like I just remember vividly my parents being like. Like the the five days before um, sixth grade would have started, they'd be like, "We're moving," and we like, "The fuck? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like, 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 what do you mean? Like, how are you moving? Like, yeah." And um, yeah, and then we did, and then it was literally a whole decade until I saw this dude again, and it just happened to be that we both ended up respectfully in our music, you know, positions. You know, me, an artist or, or aspiring artist, and him, just a very very talented engineer. You know, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so it's, it's it's funny how. Uh, how life kind of kind of guides you sometimes yeah. in ways that you don't even realize um you know a similar similar situation i was a little bit older um i was i was probably about 25 or so and i was working with this one guy um he was in music um he was playing bands and stuff and and i you know i, I had been in music but i just kind of was dabbling wasn't doing a whole lot at the time mm. um man fast forward like probably 10 years you mm. know and and i really didn't do much in anything and i you know i hadn't seen this guy in 10 years we hadn't worked together in, in 10 years and i ran into him in a home depot parking a lot of all places like he's like you know he just recognized That's me crazy, and, man, and yeah. he's like oh so what are you doing whatever he had just started a band was looking for a bass player and he's like you still playing and i'm like i ah, a little bit here mm-hmm. and there and he's like oh come on man next thing i know like well, i was in this working band like you know, playing every weekend crazy. man yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, is, I, and i haven't stopped playing music since so like if that hadn't happened I mean, I'd be sitting at this table right now, you yeah. know? It's yeah. just crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, what's crazy, too, is our mom stayed in contact the entire time. Yeah. Like, they uh, still well, went out, like, oh, monthly just yeah. to go out to eat and stuff. Like, they would tell 
us about like each other. We're like, cool, man. Like, I hope he's doing well. <laughs> yeah. But, like, but we were just so different because I remember we did hang out once in like freshman year of high school. Yeah. And it had been like at least four or five years, and we were so different. Right. You know, I, I went to Deerfield. He grew up in Boca. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it was it was a really different um, lifestyle mentality Wait, that we had. It's funny because we were talking about this earlier because I before here I stopped I stopped by my parents' house for a little bit just to check on my brothers and whatever. And he hadn't been there since the time that he's talking about yeah, yeah. since probably like 15, 14 years old when I when I pretty much we just started. Not high even school. I had been like thirteen. Thirteen, probably 13 fourteen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was probably like middle school or something like that. Know. It was the most random thing too because, like you said, I was we were just so different. You know those right. those. Formative years really do shape uh, just everything sure. about you, you know, yeah, especially yeah. your environment and all that, you know, like, like I was just showing him a lot of rock songs and, and you were showing me like, like a, a lot, ton like, of rap, like ton of rap. And, 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 like and we're just like sitting and he was like, I remember kind of like vividly when he was talking, I was like, yeah, like. What the fuck happened? We, there's like no, there's no commonality anymore. I'm like, but then now, like we've both grown into into like the world. So like we yeah. like it's 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 an interesting dynamic because I work on a lot of different kinds of music and he's really eclectic as an artist as well. So it's interesting because some of the stuff that I do in his mixes aren't um, normal in like rock or synth pop music. You know sure. what I mean? And and vice versa, stuff that I do in other rap or reggaeton records are like normally what you would do in rock. So yeah. it's an interesting mm -hmm. dynamic that I feel like works. Well, I think as you get older, um, you know, your your general sort of view of music broadens. And yeah. I, I remember when I was young, I had all sorts of very, very strong opinions about things I didn't like, you yeah, know? Same. And then yeah. as you get older... You, they you get stronger. <laughs> <laughs> as you get older, you, you just up. kind of, you know, the the corners soften a little bit on your opinions. And, and then after a while, you, you start realizing that, you know, there's... There's great stuff in any genre. You no, know? you learn yeah. to appreciate, yeah. even art. if, yeah, just art in general. You know, it doesn't have to be something that you necessarily find a connection with, like on an emotional level, but the yeah. fact that it's still music, the fact that it's still art, the fact that it's still being created by someone who feels so passionate about whatever product or song yeah. that is, you know? Yeah. That's, that's we, we as artists, like, hopefully learn to evolve ourselves into someone who actually appreciates yeah. that. You know? Yeah, definitely. And I was talking to you, Alfredo, earlier, and, and, you know, I was asking, is there stuff that you do in the studio more than other stuff, and what do you like to do? And you said, uh, you know, anything that just has heart and soul. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. You know, if, if, if the person who's doing it means it, there's exactly. a message behind it, and there's heart yeah. behind it, that's all that I care about, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I couldn't agree more. Yeah, if somebody would have told my 25-year-old self that I was going to be a... Uh, you know, 25 years later, playing in a in a Americana folk bluegrass <laughs> band, I would have told them they were off. The Which, by the way, y'all fucking kill it. No joke. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. If somebody had told me that back then, I would have been like, "You're nuts." Yeah, <laughs> That's no, definitely not happening. <laughs> but here we are. I mean, at right, eight where you're years supposed old, to be though. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Always where you're, where you're supposed to be. At eight years old, I didn't think I was going to be an engineer because when you were playing guitar at eight, we mm. used to play guitar together. Yeah. Like I, I started that way because my grandpa always played the guitar and sang. He was in the military and he was a teacher, but he always loved music and his dad always wanted somebody in the family like one of his descendants to be a musician <laughs> i love that and but that was part of like the big thing is just to me i don't like the spotlight you know what i mean right. like i don't i i not a singer i'm not a guitar player yeah yeah but i love the art of of harmonics and like something that can make you feel something and i feel like oh, yeah what i do is, is a good part well, of that listen man that's a huge part of it i mean you can make or break a song oh 100 percent. easy yeah. easy yeah. yeah so did you um go to school for engineering i did i get this question a lot uh, especially from uh younger uh kids that are coming up and, and thinking about it uh 
I always say it's a little bit of everything because I always get the either or. It's like, did you go to school or are you self-taught? And I always say both. Yeah. Um, because school, everything you learn in school, it is true that you can learn it outside, but it is easier, of course, to learn it at school. Yeah. Um, but the connections and the environment, the mindset is what I tell people, like, is is really good about going to school for it. For sure, yeah. Because you're, it's the first time that you're in a room full of nothing but people who are serious about what it is that you're trying to do, whatever, whether it's music yep. theory or, or engineering or technology or whatever, is you're in a room full of people that want to be engineers. Absolutely. You know, and it's different from, you know, you on your bedroom and on YouTube yeah. trying to find through the three million videos, the the two videos that are, that are yeah. you know, half Pertinent. decent. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And, and the environment definitely helps. Like, yeah, it's, it's like I was telling him, like, um, uh, actually earlier again today, you know, like I had just gone to L.A. for the first time back in February of this year. And I don't know why the hell I waited so so long for it, but right. which I don't recommend. You know, if you if you want to travel, just travel. Yeah, for um, sure. <laughs> money will always come. Just just do it while you're young. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man. I I was telling him, and I'm sure I'm not the only one clearly who who feels that way, considering the amount of artists that go over there. Yeah. Um, the environment that is just penetrating throughout the the air over there is is so intoxicating. Yeah. It's um the creative atmosphere. It's it's something that going back to what he was saying, you know, it's really the atmosphere of whatever environment you find yourself in that can actually make or break your passion for something. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. people go over there, you know, and they'll essentially like some in a lot of ways blossom, you know, because yeah. of the not the competition, but the feeling of like I'm giving it a hundred percent and right, yeah. that feeling of like um, if the, if this doesn't work, I don't know what the. Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse, but say whatever you want. Right, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like if this doesn't work out, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen because like I don't yeah. see myself doing anything else, yeah. right? Yeah. So right. it's yeah. you're it, fi- fi- yeah. finally kind of abandoning the plan B kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and yeah. but that's there's there's a freedom in that. Yeah, there's a freedom there in is. that. There really is. Absolutely. When I you know decided to just do this and nothing else it's, it's almost a relief you know yeah and you can say when people ask you what you do you're like i'm a musician take me or leave me yeah that's what I'm you doing. can truly yeah. be yourself and what you want to be and i yeah. think that's the only thing that we should try to be you know yeah ourselves, mm-hmm. so i'll tell you like uh as a parent like you know listening to you say that you know abandoning plan b as you said um you know my my son's a drummer and um i I was really adamant. I was really, he was saying he wasn't going to go to college because he was going to be a musician, et cetera, et cetera. And I was really adamant about, like, you know, just have a backup plan because yeah. saying you're going to be a musician is like saying you're going to be an actor, saying, you know, like, it's like saying you're going to win the lottery. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it, it could happen. It, it might not happen. And it has nothing, well, not that it has nothing to do with talent. It has uh, ever, obviously everything to do with talent. But I, I see a lot of talented people that don't make it. And I see a lot of, not talented people that do so it has yeah. so it has a lot to do with who you know and where, right place right time that exactly. kind of thing as well so exactly so he uh he was saying you know like you know he didn't want to go to college etc i'm like you know have a plan b and he said something to me and i mentioned this to ben before yeah, he yeah. said something to me that kind of stuck with me and i was like you know what you are one smart ass kid <laughs> he said dad if i have a fallback plan i've already failed yeah. yeah, I've already I've already planned to fail. You can't give hundred percent to two different things. Yeah. No. I had a similar no. conversation with my yeah. family as well. It's like if you're if you're focusing on fan, on Plan B, not only does it mean that you don't hundred percent believe in Plan A, but it means that you're not putting hundred percent into Plan it's A. Hundred, yeah. and that's the yeah. only way to make it in this kind of industry yeah. that we're in right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, yeah. is to give it like three hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, have. he you know he's eighteen years old and he he said that to me and I and I thought, wow, this this kid smart is kid. way smarter than I am. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> smart kid. yeah because. The, 
the reality behind the the sort of plan b concept and if a parent is saying that to you know their um children which is totally understandable because you worry about them but the, the the reality behind it is that there's an expectation that it will be plan b you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah and yeah. Uh, and ultimately it doesn't have to be if you put a lot of work that you know did for example, you know, did did I become like multi-millionaire through music? No, I mean maybe there's time, but but um, <laughs> but I still but I still but I still managed to, uh, you know, that's how I make my living. Mm -hmm. And I think just so long as you you work at it, you can yeah. always find find a, a way to make a living in it. Sure, you, know? you yeah. just oh, got to sure. you just got to decide that's what you're doing basically. You know? Yeah, I mean, I you know, I I wouldn't have thought I was making any kind of living with music you know 20 years ago i would mm -hmm. never have thought that and at, you know at this point half my income comes from from playing killbillies so, yeah you know i mean yeah, even exactly. adding on to the, these whole points is it, i mean as you can imagine there's so many different like uh successful people and and yeah. no one no one becomes successful f just you know there's no one there's no beeline to success like it's numerous failures on the way and Absolutely. Yeah. people only give a fuck when you actually succeed like sure. that's the funny thing like it's it's when it happens that people are like oh i believe in you the entire time yeah, like, that's yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> okay yeah, the decade-long overnight success right, right? <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly, yeah but yeah. it's like i, I think like jim carrey said it best you know he was you know uh he was talking about his childhood and about his dad and essentially what he realized because they became homeless after a while from his dad working some kind of let's call it just more traditional path um and it's it's that you can fail at your plan b and that's yeah. that's what that's the scariest part. I'd rather fail at my plan A, yeah. you know, but know that I gave it my all than yeah. than than fail at a life that I didn't even care for in the first place. Absolutely. So like, like, what's the point of that? Like, that there's, there's well no said. there's no point. Yeah, that was yeah. very well said. Yeah, that's actually profound. Um, so, when you were young, what kind of music were your parents listening to? How did you sort of develop the taste for the kind of stuff that you like now? Did it come from them, or did it, did you find it yourself? So, the first two albums that I ever listened to. Um, my dad showed me, and it was Metallica Black album. Yeah, and it was U two All That You Can't Leave Behind. Right. So, f I guess that's the best way to describe my my variety, and that I, I attempt to aspire to in my own music is that I have songs that are more heavier. I ha then I have songs that are more of like that '80s new wave kind of sound, like that early U two sound. Even though All That You Can't Leave Behind wasn't early U two, but right. but I got more in depth into the discography and stuff. Right. So, and then the first. Um, album that i bought myself with my own money was offsprings um ixney on the ombre nice. right, right yeah. yeah and so i but then again i listen to everything you know um i listen to everything honestly except a lot of modern rap i love old school hip-hop sure. um and i love old school country as opposed to modern country i'm not saying there's not good modern country i'm just sure. saying like personally i just relate more uh to old school so anything oh, yeah, like yeah. marty robbins were Orbison, um, I'm yeah, right there with you, man. Obviously, yeah, obviously Cash, you know, like yeah, all those dudes. Yeah. So, Outlaw country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and honestly, even with um, I also listen to a lot of French music as well, though too. So like Francois Hardy is one of my favorites. Um, yeah. A lot of modern bands are like uh, Junior is a great one. La Femme, I love them. They're really yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, but I try to keep my my style as I guess where he used before was eclectic yeah. as possible because I get bored really easily. Right. Yeah. And I don't. I don't like releasing songs that sound the same. Sure. Now, to some extent, I realize a lot of artists do do that. They 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 have one song that blows up and then they make like five more just like it, which is yeah. great. You know, it's it's a business at the end of the day. I understand that. You know, you have to go with what works. But at the end of the day, I try to do my best to communicate authenticity in anything that I release. And I know I speak for both of us when we when I say that. So yeah, 100%. I, I mean, I 
I've followed a dissimilar path in that respect in the sense that I've I've never really been able to just decide, okay, this is what yeah. it'll sound like. It's always kind of drifted around and been different things. I'd say right now with Killbillies, we're starting to define a sound. But, um, you know, in the past and over the years, I've been all over the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I just like different music. Just well, I mean, have done. think about it. The Beatles, you know, not comparing us to the Beatles because the Beatles are the fucking Beatles. But, like, yeah. um, <laughs> but if you think about it, just... Even in the most simplest terms, they did every style. Yeah, they did every style from psychedelic to country to hard rock. Yeah, to 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 just old school like kind of like fifties. Yeah. I'm sorry, sixties. You know, kind of sound. So, as long as you do it right and you do it well, yeah, you can do anything. Yeah. Some really of that sitar stuff with the breakbeats on too is yeah. super ahead of its time. It's almost like dance music. You know? No, it honestly it really is. If like, you could remix any one of those, probably and still yeah, take yeah. it. You know? Well, and they didn't even do it like over this uh, you know ridiculously long illustrious career. Like <laughs> I think the Beatles were together what like seven years or something. Yeah, it was crazy. it was really a short time frame. Yeah, they, 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 I, I think they were um, even before they were famous. They were they like were going at it, you know, for yeah. like four or five years. I think it was. Yeah, you know? they were still like living together and all yeah. that stuff. So it's, it's crazy. It takes it takes a hot minute. Yeah, no does. doubt about it. It really does. It takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you have a uh, writing process when it comes to writing your music? Um, the closest thing I could say to that would be, um, I, I I write at home. I can only honestly write at home and alone so far. Right. Um, I the uh, something weird that I do is when I'm writing, um, I have like black coffee, I have tea, and I have a glass of red wine. Right. That way, I don't have to get up <laughs> when I'm when, when I'm started. You know, like that's yeah, why if I'm yeah. thirsty, I got the tea. If I if I need to pick me up, I got the coffee and like. Need to get if, a little fuzzy around the yeah, edges. Yeah, in my one little fuzz around, I got the wine. So, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, but, that, I mean, that's a process. You literally have it dialed in. Man. Yo, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And so I, I it's, it's, it sounds ridiculous, but yeah, I mean, I do that. Um, I can only write, I write specifically on my acoustic, the right. one that um, I'll be performing yeah. uh, with. Um, and yeah, like I try to keep, um, I try to keep like, whatever comes to me throughout the day you know usually i'll create a lot of melodies uh either driving i love night drive so like that's usually where i'll get like an idea or like if i hear someone say something like a phrase um for example like i was talking with a couple uh friends him and a couple other people and um someone you know said you know poison ivy and like i was like that's a sick fucking that would be a cool song name you yeah. know so like why not you know yeah and then uh <laughs> It's just it's just a bunch of different things. Whatever comes comes, and I just write it in my notes pad. Yeah, me yeah. too. And it, it, that's it. You'll hear someone say something, you'll be like, okay, I got to remember. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. There's like a huge. Have you seen that movie Walk Hard? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The Dewey Cox you know, story. He, yeah, yeah. When he gets those yeah. ideas, and then he goes, mm-hmm. like, yeah. It's kind of like that. It's literally like that. It's a, yeah. I, I've literally been in a car with people, and I've said, Shh, and just write it down. I'm driving too. I'm just like, yeah. guys, just give me a second, guys. Like. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah, I need to write this down. Is the most terrifying thing on this planet. <laughs> yeah, I don't realize it all the time, but I drive apparently very aggressive. But then again, that's what you get when you learn how to drive in Miami. So it's yeah. like, for it's real. Like, yeah, it's I, crazy I promise you. Down there. No, no, no. I promise you. Go, go. I challenge you. Just go on a Saturday night yeah. on Ocean Drive, and just try to, get to drive. Like, yeah. like that. Like, put someone who who's new to driving in there. They're gonna oh, have an anxiety God. attack, dude. Yeah. It's the funniest thing is people will see the the stop sign and the swarm of people just cross the street, look at you, be like, try me, and yeah. then like, and and you just can't do anything. You're like, all right, I guess I'll be patient. 
Yeah. You know? The um, we have some uh, listeners who live in the UK, and uh, if you've never been to Miami, the driving in Miami is insane. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's insane. It really it is. is terrifying. It's not the people. <laughs> it is terrifying. It's not the drivers. It's both. It's yeah. both. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. absolutely yeah. both. They got, they got the yeah. prize for that. Like it's crazy. Totally. Um, so do you practice like um, in terms of uh, trying to improve your technique still? Do you like do you sit and do like as far you know, as guitar? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll be honest. You know, like I, I started out as a guitarist. I never really uh, wanted originally to be a singer. Uh, all the bands that I was ever in, from like middle school to um, to late high school, um, I was always like lead guitarist. And right. I, if anything, I kind of do some backup vocals or whatever. But yeah. I was always looking up to my idols. Were all guitarists. You know, everything right. from Randy Rhodes to Slash, you know. Sure. And so after a while, so you I, can do some of that, like like real. Yeah. Shredding. So I can I can I can sweet pick. I mean, that's yeah. not like a that's not like a uh, a thing. You know, it's not like um, oh, I can sweet pick. I'm a great guitarist. No, it's not like that. It's just I'm saying like I can sweet pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I realized after a while, I I fell in love with the art of songwriting. So yeah, I I kind of had to put a pause on where I was on guitar to yeah. develop myself as not only a vocalist, but also as a songwriter, so which I think is, at least in my genre, what I'm trying to do is is almost as important. Absolutely, it know? is. Um, when it comes to um, the guitar and, and stuff, do you have, um, is, there, is there anything that you would point towards as being kind of really pivotal when it came to like developing your technique in terms of a uh, song you learned or like, a, a, like anything like that? Um, <clears throat> I would say uh, alternate picking is always just a basic thing. A lot of a lot of because uh, I started with like thrash metal, right? Yeah, Metallica, right? So yeah. he he just downpicks everything. Headfield just yeah, downpicks yeah. everything, you know. Like, I mean, for the majority of like that early thrash kind of era. So yeah. I started just doing that, and I realized real quick when I try to play anything else, I was like, this this is gonna be like a bitch to do. Yeah. Like it's great, it's great from playing like the Misfits, awesome. But like anything else, it's like it's not gonna fit. So I had to learn different styles. Uh, finger picking, yeah. definitely some that you, uh, I think every guitarist you know should should dabble with. For sure, um, I got into more like John Five kind of stuff, you know, like chicken picking, like what he calls yeah. it. You know, like I try to learn how to do that, yeah. um, so I can do like basic stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. Have you ever? Um, so there's this uh, type of picking called hybrid picking, where you yeah. where you hold a pick and you kind of yeah 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 yeah. That, I, I that is basically that. chicken picking in a way. In a way, in a way. Yeah. You know, uh, I think Matt Bellamy from Muse. I think he does that. He does a lot yeah. of string skipping too, which yeah. is interesting. And totally. I, I love Muse. That's one of my favorite modern bands. But have you ever um, heard of a guy called Richard Thompson? No, I haven't. Just mm-hmm. check him out. He he he's just an incredible guitarist. He's an English folk guitarist, but the way he plays guitar is wild. Really? There's, yeah. Some there's a, this song called Vincent Black Lightning, 1952. Another song called Beeswing, and and he awesome. he does a lot of hybrid picking, but just in the coolest way. You got to check it out. Man. I, I, I absolutely will. And his songwriting too. If you're trying to work on songwriting, those two songs I mentioned, dude, the lyrics in those songs are amazing. That's crazy. Were you, what uh, era? What you said, fifties? Well, he he's from so. He started out in the like late sixties, but his ba- he was in a band that for some reason right now the name escapes him. But they were big in the seventies. Then he went um, solo, and he's still he's still playing he's right still now. Still going? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like yeah. Paul Anka. I saw like that he was still touring. I was like, yeah. bro, what? <laughs> like, <Yeah. that's> <laughs> like I love Paul Anka. I love all like that. But like that's crazy. So he's probably like 
Uh, what's the guy's name? Richard he's probably Thompson? About, yeah, he's probably about like his either late 70. 60s or 70. Yeah. Honestly, though, but then again, like Frankie Valley's still touring, bro. And yeah, that guy can yeah. still sing like mm-hmm. Mother. So like, yeah. I don't, I, I get, yeah. It's like, that probably reminds me of like, uh, like Chet Atkins. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, totally. Something like that? Okay, that's cool. Well, yeah, you, you, you'll see what I'll it's like. It, it. English folk has this whole own kind of sound to it, but gotcha. you'll see what it is. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, I was going to ask, um, when you, when you're writing, does the, do you do you write while you're do you sort of demo it in the writing process or do you do that separate? Yeah, so what I when I start a song, I just use my voice memos. Um I'll essentially write it, you know, piece by piece, you know, verse, pre-chorus, et cetera, et cetera. So sometimes it not in that order, but some sometimes I'll get the the uh chorus melody yeah. first, you know, and then I'll just build everything around that. Or sometimes a lot of my more upbeat songs are actually built off the baseline because I love creating baselines. Right. So a lot of like that more like synth pop upbeat kind of stuff is written on the baseline. Then I'll come up with a concept that I like yeah. or like whatever melody feel, feels the most fitting to yeah. that. And then I'll build off that. And then after I have basically the entire uh, outline of the song, uh, bass and guitar wise, then I will usually create like a drum uh, track. Yeah. Um, what are logic. you using? Uh, logic. logic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Use logic. And so I do that. I build the bass over that. And then I kind of just build the arrangement uh, from there. And once I have a solid demo is and when I'm ready to do final vocals, then we usually meet up and I send him the tracks. He works off Pro Tools. Yeah. Um, I have no idea how to use Pro Tools yet. Yeah, so you're like learn, you're learning such. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so all I do final I do like demo vocals at my place. Right. I do like a demo essentially at my place, you know, and then I'll be like, hey, man, what do you think? You know? Yeah. And it's usually like. Sucks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> never, 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 never. No, no, no. Uh, but no, uh, we get a demo and then we get Maybe things going they. and then we get the final vocals and then mix and then et cetera. Yeah, yeah cool. Just retrack guitars. Yeah, sometimes. we sometimes retrack guitars because he has a lot of um, analog gear. So, so Yeah, so Alfredo, I was going to ask you about that. Um, mm-hmm. Your studio's in Margate, right? Yes, currently. Um, and it currently has no name, is it? Right? Yeah, I know, it's, I know it's a little weird, um, but... <sighs> Mystery studio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I go by Alar or Alar on the Mix is what kind of people have been calling me since like freshman year of is high that school. Alar on the Mix. Alar on the Mix, yeah, yeah, yeah. mix music or Alar yeah. is me. Um, it's a, uh, it's an acronym. acronym. It is an acronym. So, so it started with like my initials are Alar because Alfredo, you, you know, growing up, you get the jokes. Yeah. Um, you say Alar fast <laughs> enough, it says Alar, but each letter means something. It's oh. ambition, loyalty, adversity, rectitude. Oh, so yeah. to me, it's the four I even things. Know what rectitude means? It's it's essentially just how you carry yourself with respect and respecting everybody first, no matter what position you're in or what position they're in. Yeah. Um. And I believe to me, it's like the four codes to to life and, and success. Is, I love you that. know, ambi- You need ambition to get anywhere, but ambition yeah. is the most dangerous thing if you don't have loyalty. Yeah. Which is which is something I definitely live off. Is, is the the idea of loyalty is is something that's very serious to me. And that's the most important thing to me. It, out of any quality a person can mm-hmm. have, I just I love loyal people. I mean, yeah. even more so in this industry. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's very yeah, rare to I've been find through it. you know a good like. Yeah, team going. Oh, yeah. You know? It's almost sort of. Yeah. I I almost sort of welled up a little bit then. The, the, the concept of like loyal people. My my wife is is loyal, um, just in just in her nature and the way she is, yeah. and and you know, it, the I just love that about people. You know, but Hector and James, the um guys in um Kilbillies are 
are very loyal people too and I just you know it means a lot to me when someone's got your back you know yeah mm-hmm. and like you know yeah, to, there, there's you got a certain amount of sort of wiggle room when it comes to kind of you know falling off a little bit just in terms of you know they're not going to just abandon you exactly. at a moment's exactly. notice I mean. you know it's like there, there's this there's there's this kind of support you know yeah which i just think yeah. is so important and nice to know that you've got people in your corner i mean life's yeah, too definitely. life's too hard already to not you know to go at it alone you know? exactly. yeah exactly Absolutely. loyalty and honesty i think to me are the, are the two probably most important human qualities it's like you got those sounds to me like you've already named the studio man yeah <laughs> and you just don't I mean, and you just don't realize it i feel <laughs> yeah it's it is possible that i'll go with something like alar studios or alar the make studios uh, another name that I brainstormed was New Moon uh, oh, yeah, because cool. of the idea of new beginnings. Because of Twilight, right? No. Um, <laughs> not because of Twilight. Uh, I didn't notice that. So glittery sheen. Huge Twilight fan. Be funny. I'm a Twinkle fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the That's idea. Twilight of, tattoo of, on your arm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean to start off. Sorry, Daniel Rackham. No, it's... Um, yeah, no, just that idea of, of new beginnings, you know, about yeah. uh, a little over a year ago, I left my uh, job uh, at Guitar Center, so I'm now 100% in this, uh, okay, 100%, cool. this is this is all I do, is, is music, engineering, production, writing, whatever. Wicked. So, it's that, that, like, new beginning in life, you know, my family's moving away this year, so that's going to be, like, or beginning of next year, so it's going to be, like, you know, beginning of me being 100% alone, having no blood relatives, yeah. relatives around, you yeah. know, for, for hours away. I know what that's like. They so, exactly, yeah. Atlantic, yeah. So, it's, um... You know, it, it's just that new, that whole new beginning and the other things that have happened in my life, you know, um, you know, stuff, uh, you know, we don't have to get into, you know, that stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's another option. It just really depends. I'll go through, go through um, the, the, you know, Florida registry, see what's, see what's available out of the two or three that I've brainstormed. And yeah. but I think, uh, you know, everyone keeps telling me that the whole ALR thing is, is. Yeah. Well, it seems cool to mean a lot to you. Me. And I think that that's, you know, that's, that's important. You know, you, you if you believe in, you know, mm-hmm. believe in the name, it's a good name. So, um, yeah, uh, so Hadi was just starting to talk about um, some of the gear that you have, and I'd love to hear about it. What, 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 have, what, have yeah. we, what do you use? Um, so in my studio specifically, uh, as far as microphones go, uh, I have a Manly Reference Cardioid, which I absolutely adore. I know some people have some issues with uh, some, like, resonance in the, in the high mids, but if you use the right pre and position it correctly, it's actually fantastic. I also have a custom Signal Arts 47 in the studio right now that was lent to me by Pablo and PK over at uh, MBRS. Right. Good, close friends of mine, they work with the company. They had some demos. They, they gave me a demo to you know, just kind of shoot out and just reply back with uh, my thoughts. For the uh, uninitiated, what's MBRS? MBRS, sorry, is Miami Beach Recording Studios. It's yeah, uh, one of the uh, bigger recording studios down here in Miami. They used to be... Um, they used to be Studio Center in Miami, if you remember Studio Center, back yeah. with uh, Gary Vandy and all them, where they did a lot of the Earth, Wind & Fire and Jackson 5 stuff. Uh, they've since moved a little bit further down, and now MBRS has the building. Right. Um, uh, Pre's, I mean, uh, Chandler Germanium, uh, Phoenix DRS-1, uh, Manly Dual Mono, uh, new Larry Janus Tubes uh, Custom VTX preamp. This thing is amazing. Like Anyone oh, wow. who hasn't tried this thing. It's like it blew me away. Uh, Larry Larry used to do a lot of work uh, back in the day with uh, Bee Gees, Michael Jackson, um, 
Eddie Murphy, stuff like that. Sick. I know he worked on Eddie Professor. Now he's he's essentially retired from you know the recording aspect of engineering, and he just repairs and makes custom gear, yeah. and his own wow. gear. And this preamp is like out of this world. I know they're not paying me for the promo, yeah. but I just like being honest about the gear that I love because yeah, it's like yeah. a, it's like a kid's toy. You know what I mean? They're like Absolutely. toys. Uh, yeah. you do, you, do you do mastering as well? Uh, I do here and there, yeah. uh, but generally when it's a record that I mix myself, you know, that I've, you know, especially with him where I'm there from the writing process all the way through the, you know, production, recording, mixing, everything, it's, it, you, you tend to just kind of get into this bubble with the record. For sure. So I, I like totally to, to, to recommend to send usually to a mastering engineer that not only is impartial to the record, but... It specializes in mastering, you know, because yeah. it's its own craft. Mixing and mastering are very separate crafts. Yeah. So I have some records where I do both, just because of clients' needs, and I have mastered um, as well. But usually we have a guy, uh, Shane Slack, who's a, a close friend of mine. You know, he's, right. he's basically family, and uh, we send him most, uh, most if not everything, really that that I do, not just with him, but with a lot of my other artists and clients. I, I recommend him. He's yeah. Great Shane prices, Slack, everything. Good to know. Yeah, yeah, no, the guy's great. He's great. Cool. So how have you found the Florida music scene in terms of sort of, have, have you done much playing out with this act? Yeah. So, um, I mean, like I said, you know, I was always in band, so I played before live, but in, in like an actual band project. Um, as a solo artist, I, when I play, I play live with a, a live band, um, a bunch of talented people, uh, honestly, just really, really great guys. And um, I've played, I've, I've gotten the fortunate opportunity to meet a lot of amazing local artists. Cool. Uh, you know, aspiring artists and all that. What kind um, of places are you playing lately? So our, my first show as a solo artist uh, was um, Propaganda. Oh, yeah, right yeah, on. We did yeah. Propaganda. Nice. So you know Matt, who, Matt Krug, who runs the place, or used to anyway. So I... I, I, I didn't talk to the owner, yeah. unfortunately. It's a um, woman now. I think it's a woman that Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know her. I, I, I did not know you. Matt. She's nice. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, Propaganda, O'Malley's. Uh, I'm going to be doing Sandbox right, in, cool. in the middle of October. Mm -hmm. um, what was it? Was a Poorhouse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Played wow. Poorhouse. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a hell of a show. That was really, really Poorhouse fun. Poorhouse was probably the best show that we had. Dude, it was so sick, too, because the funny thing is, like, I, I, was, I was last on the, on the bill, right? And... I didn't end up playing till like I think like two thirty yeah. in the morning, you know. And it was so cool because uh, every as as you guys know, like you know that whole area closes yeah. essentially at like two, right? Yeah. So everyone's just like dipping out of all these places, you know. There's just people like roaming the streets and stuff, and so like they just ended up by default just coming into like uh, poorhouse right yeah. when we were starting to go, right? And it was just awesome. Like the feedback was great. Oh, amazing! Um, I mean, I don't know about you, but I had a bunch of people come up to me and be like, "Yo, I come oh, yeah, here every he, week. He, he did this sound. is the best show." Uh, that's there. what I was like, going to yeah. ask. Yeah, 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 yeah. The sound yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, I, I, I d literally don't trust anyone else with with live sound. He's like the best. And is the is it the same people all the time that you're playing in your band, or are you switching it up? So I switch it up usually. Um, so far, hopefully, like I don't have to say so far, but permanently, you know, um, I work with a good friend of mine. Uh, he's a drummer. His name's uh, Josiah. Right. Um. Killer, killer drummer, just insane, man, insane. He's yeah. actually he actually does drums also for Hands Down and for another band called The Flirt. Right. Uh, they're also like local bands based out of Miami, or ones in Miami, ones in Boca. Right. And um, I play with I played so far with uh, JLG. Um, Amazing. They're 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 uh, another like band like if you like the '80s synth yeah. pop kind yeah. of stuff, literally like same avenue. There's, These there's, guys, it's a vibe. awesome man. These guys are awesome. The whole band is awesome. Jordan is the 
a uh, good friend of mine. He's um, or for hours, and he's the head of of that project. It's a right. solo project as well, so it's kind of like the same deal as mine. Yeah. Have you heard Violet Silhouette? Yeah, those no, guys. No, I actually have. They're pretty cool. They're like a local yeah. kind of goth electro. Oh, I love that. Cool. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Oh, I love goth, dude. That's so sick. Yeah. I got a like, Violet Violet Silhouette. Violet Silhouette. That's a yeah. sick name, man. Yeah, really that's cool. Yeah. When, sick. when you're playing out, are you playing like, um, are the shows you're playing um, just original shows, you know, however, whatever length, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, that kind of thing? Oh, yeah, or, yeah. or are you doing like, you doing like the, the filling the three, four hour void and, and filling it in with some cover and some mixing of, uh, of originals and covers. Yeah, have you ever done like oh. one of those really long gigs? I, I have before. Yeah. I have before, but as far as this specific project and what I'm trying to do with this project is, is specifically, you know, um, going at it as like all originals. Yeah, nice. for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I do yeah. have on the set list um, like one cover song I try to keep in. Uh, for the for the show so far, I've been doing Rebel Yell. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, love, like I was saying, you know, we were saying earlier, love Billy Idol. Yeah, you uh, can tell yeah, okay. there's a bit of Billy Idol going yeah, on love here. Yeah. Um, so we we did uh, like a more like hard, it's already hard rock already, but like you know, like a modernized version of of that of Rebel Yell. Yeah. I'm gonna be the next uh, cover we're gonna be doing is Bet You Look on the Dance Floor by Arctic Monkeys. That's, That's a That's gonna be a fun one. Yeah. But all the rest are usually like six, seven other originals. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. I'm really looking forward to coming to see you play. It sounds Dude, like yeah, hell yeah, blast. man. We got, what, like three coming up? We, we, got, we got, uh, well, three. The first one is, is me covering guitar and bass for JLG. Yeah. Um, uh, and that was that's going to be the beginning of October. But right. I'm going to be playing with my project on October 14th Okay. at Sandbox. Yeah, nice. And then I know Stage Mom podcast, if you yep. know oh, Stage yeah, Mom, yeah, yeah. she has a thing going on on October 29th, like a Halloween yeah, like festival thing. So I'm, we're gonna be playing that as well. Oh, wicked! Nice, yeah. nice one. So, um, when it comes to social media and all of that nonsense that we have to do, who who's doing that for you? Are you doing it? Yeah, no, it's just me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how much do you, how much of it, like how important, how much importance do you place on it, and and uh, and how do you go about it? So like, it's like how much importance do I want to place on it? <laughs> like, cause that's that's the real question, right? It's like, yeah, I. Um, again, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to know just amazing talents and, and people, more importantly, around yeah. me. Um, a lot of the pictures that I have, like the more studio-looking pictures, are shot by Dimitri Zitov. He's an amazing photographer. Just crazy, crazy. I'm actually going to be shooting a music video for an upcoming single uh, called... Uh, I can say the name, right? Sort of, right? No? Uh, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah it's, it's called Kerosene, so that's going to be the second single. I'm going to be going to L.A., like I told you guys, on uh, Friday for a week. We're going to be filming in um, uh, uh, Death Valley and all that. Ooh. So it's going to be a fun yeah. time. So um, amazing talent. So I And then all the other more casual shots are just either by myself or, like, whoever's around me, Alfredo, yeah, or, like, around. whoever, you know. I'm be like, I can't I, go anywhere without I'm, having to take a picture. I'm, li- like, I'm that asshole that's like, yo, do you mind if you, you just take a, a picture take a shot, you know? Yeah, like, right, gotcha. But then again, like, just me, myself, I love, I, I, I love aesthetic things yeah so like i try to just take videos and pictures of just like my camera roll is is filled with just like a lot of like random shit right you know just just yeah. because because i just like if there's something that looks nice i want i want to capture it i don't know what it yeah. is but like it's just something like that so but yeah as far as the social media i handle that on myself um i, I guess this, this goes down into like the question of like is the music you know is it's never going to be as important as the music itself, right? Yeah, I want to just yeah. like make that as a, as a disclaimer, right? Yeah. But then again, realistically, you know, going back to the talk that we had earlier at the beginning of, uh, of this is that there's a lot of talented people 
who don't make it and there's a lot of yeah. untalented people who do make it right and and a big part of that i feel nowadays is social media yeah. and yeah. controversial things and hype and Absolutely. et cetera, et cetera. Like Marketing. nowadays people are not just musicians, they're personalities, they're brands, yeah. not even that, sorry, they're brands, yeah. they're yeah. brands, which is what I and try to do. have been for a while, yeah. Well, have been for a while, but even yeah. more so, the more the more expanding social media becomes, yeah, it's only going to become even more prevalent. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, I try to do that with everything that I do. For example, that's why, you know, like the stickers that I gave you, there's no indication that that is specifically about music. Yeah. I try to keep my, my name, how it looks, specifically to do brands. Because I, I don't did wanna... notice that, like, about it, that it did, yeah. feel like, it did feel like a brand, you know, in yeah, a good yeah. way, though, you know, in a good way. Because I, I don't want to ever just classify myself as just one thing because I, in the future, do want to do everything from, you know, if I want to open a coffee shop or if I want to open a line of clothing or, like, or or cologne or whatever the hell you know like yeah. I want to be able to do that under my name yeah and 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 not have to be like oh people only know me as this no it's like I want to do all these different things. I want to go into acting I do acting I do modeling so I do all that kind of stuff so I try yeah. to just keep it as general as possible and that's really smart and the it's something that I've never been very good at I, I've never managed to kind of hone in on a you know like just like this kind of kernel of like what i am you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah. a like distilled version of it and it seems like you're pretty you know good at that and well, it's always evolving that's the thing though but you have right. to be um not saying that you are i'm just saying you have like one has to be open to what they don't know yet you know yeah. about yeah. themselves even um it, it a lot of people unfortunately are very fearful of themselves and in a yeah. weird way you know it's, it's kind of odd you know and yeah. not to say that i have no insecurities it's just that at the end of the day like when i when i evaluate evaluate it and i, I do a lot of self-reflecting because i just talk to myself a lot <laughs> <laughs> but um but i i don't have i don't think any of us have the time to give a fuck about like things that don't really matter you know? yeah like, for sure. like uh, there's always gonna be a critic and honestly like i'll post stuff i'll get hate and i'm like dude all you're doing is contributing to the algorithm. So keep on, bro. Yeah, Get man. your friends involved too, bro. Like, I don't yeah, care, yeah. man. I've been called every name in the book. It, it To me, it, it goes one ear out the other, man. Like, it's, yeah. doesn't it's matter. It's a very healthy attitude in this world that we live in these days. I mean, honestly, like, it, you have to, you have to, it's you have to be your own, you know, uh, self-critical, your own sure. critique. Your own biggest critic. Your own biggest critic. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Can't speak English. Uh, you have to be your own, you know, biggest critic. But at the same time, you have to be your biggest supporter because yeah. in this kind of industry, especially, or just in general, whatever you want to do, regardless of music or business or whatever, um, no one's going to believe in it as much as you have to believe in it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. no one's going to believe in it if you don't. If you don't. If yeah, you don't. Exactly. exactly yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So you got to you got to essentially sell yourself, you know, like every yeah. every everything that you do, you got to just keep on going and keep on evolving into the person that you see yourself when you look into the mirror. Because when I look into the mirror, I don't see myself as like what I am right now. I see myself as like what I want to be, right? So sure. it's like, like we don't have the time. Like I said, we don't have the time to like be distracted by negative thoughts and not yeah. to say that i don't ever get them but i actually wrote that. a song and the, the chorus is um instead of who do you think you are we say who do you want to be you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's out. exactly what that's supposed to be yeah that's yeah, big i think this is a per talking of songs a perfect time for us to hear uh you play us some songs you up for yeah it? man i'm hyped yeah let's do it let's i'm do gonna it. be playing a 4am and moon for you wicked this one's on release it's called moon Spent a lot of long nights driving, chasing the moon 
Got up as as I could, no luck on what to do. Slept on it for a while, it probably was too soon. It's been a good damn time wasting my nights with you. Don't make me go missing you for nothing. The sun just keeps on rising. Don't wanna take a hint. You know I got, I've got a lot in common with characters and stars, and I'm falling for you still. I like to think you were always my getaway, but you had to leave me. Who runs in second guessing never went my way? Show's almost over now, and I've been trying to light it so much I catch it on fire. You got me feeling all nauseous, knowing I won't see the other side. All right, the nights are wearing thin. I just don't wanna see it. Don't care to believe it. Never want this to end. What when we haven't started? Two bodies are staying charted. Make me go. Missing you for nothing. The sun just keeps on rising. Don't wanna take a hint. You know I got, I've got a lot in common with characters and stars, and I'm falling for you still. I'm falling for ya. I like to think you were always my getaway, but you had to leave me. Who runs in second guessing? Never went my way. The show's almost over now, and I've been trying to light it so much I catch it on fire. You got me feeling all nauseous. Knowing I won't see the other side. All right. Tell me if you know 
Why am I fighting the nice to keep giving my all? It's like getting now bent when you wanna crawl. Is that part of the low? It's been a matter of time. Why don't we go run and hide? Come on, come out, babe. The light's almost out. It's four in the morning. Can we sleep it off right now? Come on, come out, doll. We've had enough. It's four in the morning. You already got my heart. guys so this week we have a, a new sponsor um it's uh bach middle school of the arts and they're having an event called fall in love with bach uh bach middle school of the arts is uh inviting the community interested parents and prospective students to come and learn about and experience the unique arts program at bach msoa there's three different sessions to choose from and each one will highlight student performances as well as featured art areas in the state-of-the-art facilities that they have there they have three programs for this. This is on Saturday, October 8th. Um, the first program is Strings and Band. The second one is Dance, Visual Arts, Vocal, and Piano. And the third one is Communications and Theater. Uh, you can purchase tickets at msoaf.org. 
www.eventbrite.com. That's msoaf.eventbrite.com. And if you're watching instead of listening, I'll have that on the screen for you to uh, to follow. Um, so yeah, check out uh, check out Bach Middle School of the Arts and fall in love with Bach. So many people I know, so many young musicians have uh, that I've taught over the years have gone through Bach, and it's a, it's a great school. It's it really an is. absolutely amazing school. My uh, my daughter went there and. Uh, and now she's moved on to uh, to the high school of the arts, and um, it, it is an absolutely amazing program. Um, no doubt about it. My uh, my sister does the uh, she's the executive uh, executive director of the foundation um, right. for Bach, you know, raising money for uh, for you know different instruments and programs and things like that. And I'm always trying to get involved and help them out with stuff. So this is going to be uh, an amazing night. So Saturday, October eighth, fall in love with Bach. Five Six One Music is brought to you by Handlebars Bar and Grill. It's a biker bar in Sequester, and if you're driving up US 1, you come across it on the right-hand side. It's a, a little bar there. It's bright yellow. You can't miss it with the handlebars on, on the sign. And it has a long and storied history. It's been there. It used to be called Judy's, um, and it was run by this guy Victor, who sadly passed this year, RIP Victor. And uh, then my father-in-law took it over, and he's doing a great job up there. There is a bike night every second Thursday of the month, and there is a jam every fourth Sunday of the month. If you're interested in that kind of thing, it's just an all-inclusive, any any kind of music, any style, any ability type of a jam. And there's great beers on tap, and they're wonderful food. Bernsey, the chef, does, does a fantastic job. Um, if you're interested in classic cars or classic bikes, there's always that kind of stuff hanging around there. It attracts that sort of a crowd because it's called Handlebars Bar and Grill, so it makes sense. And, um, yeah, you should come swing by. It's uh, it's definitely a local spot and has a lot of character. And there's people who have been going there for decades and decades. It's one of those places that's um, a part of the furniture in Tequesta. And you should definitely come check it out. I um, booked the music for the place and love doing it and um i was a part of helping set the place up and um i'm a huge fan and you should anyone who is interested in biker bars or even if you've just never been to one and you're curious about what a biker bar is about you go and check out handlebars bar and grill we are also sponsored by oasis root now oasis root carver bar is in sea grape square on indian town road and it is a kava bar. If you don't know anything about kava, it's a Polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water. And it has been in Polynesia for potentially thousands of years. It's, a, it's an old thing that um, they used for kind of ceremonial and also um, sort of ledger purposes. It, it's meant to be something where you know that brings people together. Um, you all take a, a shell of kava and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that. It's meant to be something to bring people together. It uh, has a kind of an effect, which is, I guess, a kind of a slightly warming effect. Uh, it just kind of makes you feel uh, uh, nice. It's not particularly intoxicating. It's not like drinking alcohol. So the atmosphere in a kava bar is sort of like um, a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house pretty chill in there um you get all sorts of different types of carver bars some of them are more like a club you know this sort of like black light and edm playing and some of them are more like a cafe this is one of the cafe type of ones it's 
it's super chill in there. If you're looking for somewhere to, I don't know, maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends, it's perfect for that kind of thing. There's a foosball table in there if that's your jam, or baby foot as they call it in France. And uh, yeah, Jim, the owner, is a really cool guy and he has very kindly sponsored our podcast. So thank you very, very much for that, Jim. They also do a poker night in there, all sorts of things going on at Oasis Root Carver Bar. 561 Music is brought to you by Live Music Community. It's the place that we're recording this podcast in right now. It is a school, but it's also a recording studio and a live streaming venue. And we can do all sorts of different things here. If you have any kind of project that you're trying to get off the ground, then we can film you and help you put together an EPK and record a demo for you. We can even record, you know, full albums if if you want. We have all the resources here. We have a green screen so you can do interesting music videos and stuff like that and some great equipment, some really nice black magic cameras and proper recording equipment. But really the thrust of the place is that it is a school. So um the main thing that we do is help young musicians from you know, as young as five to really all the way through to adults, but we fo- focus mainly on, on the young people and we help them learn what it's like to be in a band. So we get them together and um, teach them all of so individual lessons, but also in groups. And when we teach them in the groups, it's not just a question of, of teaching them how to play a whole load of covers. We help them learn how to write their own songs. We encourage them to make merchandise we teach them of the things that could go wrong when they're at a, a gig and all of the little things that you wouldn't necessarily think of that go into what it's like being in a band and how to be a band and how to be professional and it's great we've seen great success with these kids they play fantastically and i think it, not only is it a, a good thing to for people who want to be in a band, just the life skills that go along with it in terms of working as a team and the courage to stand up in front of people to do something are invaluable. And we, you know, we see these kids grow into amazing young adults. We've had a, a wonderful time doing this and really enjoy it. Justin, who runs the place, Justin Hucker, is a really inspirational leader of of young people i have to say and and i i really enjoy seeing him work with them and uh i'm proud to be one of his members of staff we have uh it's um yaz and um and me and and justin and mike scott and Corey and ryan are currently um the members of the team and we cover all the instruments um a few of us are multi-instrumentalists and then we have ryan who pretty much focuses directly on drums we've got pretty much everything across the board when it comes to teaching you how to be in a band teaching you how to play your instrument and yeah so that's that's live music community come by and check us out we are at 9091 north military trail um number eight and it's palm beach gardens florida 33410 so if you're heading from west palm beach north on military trail you as soon as you go past north lake on your left just tuck into the first uh the first little plaza there on your left and it's in the corner come and see us if you if you just want to come and have a look around we're open from about 2 p.m to about you know about around eight or nine or um 
most days of the week. And then there's usually someone hanging around here on, on weekends too. So anytime you want to swing by, just uh, come and see us. Uh, or if you want to give us a call, look us up online. Just write Live Music Community and all of our details are there. The number is 561-951-6902. All right, thank you very much. So seeing as we've been talking about LMC, do you have any advice for young musicians who are coming up? I mean, to stray away from saying the most cliche things, um, I could essentially rephrase or paraphrase what I had you know, said previously. It's, it's that no one is going to believe in what you want to do unless you do it yourself. And, um, and on top of that, unless you believe it yourself. And you have to keep on telling yourself, people are going to call you delusional. Let them call you delusional because when you're living at La Vida Loca, you know, on your penthouse, they can still think you're fucking crazy, but, like, you're the one who's living your life, you know? And it's very difficult. Um, I think every musician goes through that phase by, you know, their loved ones, you know, essentially being like, hey, like, <laughs> it ain't happening yet. You know, are you sure you uh, <laughs> don't want to, like, do anything else? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you know, and, and, and I don't... There's there's a level of maturity that that is required to handle those kind of confrontations in a healthy way. It's it, yeah. anger is not one of them. It's it's honestly to explain, just literally just spill how passionate you are about what you want yeah. to do. Yeah. Because maybe and just maybe they might get a shred of a hint from the half hour explanation lecture that you will give someone how much you love something. You know, and. You have to, at the end of the day, live your life. Um, ain't no one else going to live it for you, so yeah. might as well be you. you know? yeah. Yeah, and, if, and if you ain't going to do what you want to do, someone else will. Yeah. So. My mum always says to me, you know, it's not a rehearsal. You know, mm-hmm. get on and do it, you know. Yeah. That's, like, That's all you like can that. do. Like yeah, that. yeah. Do you have anything to add? Well, I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I can go on for hours, to be honest, because, I, I mean, I've been doing this professionally, like, in studios since... I was maybe 14, 15, yeah. you know, 25 now. So I've, I've been at least nine years officially in the industry, you know, besides like the garage man stuff. Um, one of the main things I say too is is retain your humility. Keep, stay yeah. humble no matter where you are because that's one of the things that I see damage a lot of careers is, is ego. Yeah, um, for real. And it happens quick too. Quick, oh, yeah. quick, man. And if you have it before you even start, imagine when you get there. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And people see that. You know, there's so many talents that, I, that I've seen – you know, going back to what you said, yeah. you know, not get their shot because their ego is on full blast in it's that meeting pride. with the label yeah. or in the studio with the engineer that doesn't want to work with you anymore. Yeah. You know, because you don't know how to, you know, that person that you think, you know, might not be much that's sitting right over there. That could be the key to everything, yeah. to everything that you want. You know, retain your humility. Be nice to everyone. Never forget that it's about the music. And, yeah. you know, the money's great and all of that is fantastic. And, you know, we love the fact that we can make a living doing what we love. Yeah. But we do it because we love it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Right We're on. not in yep. it for just the money. We're yeah. in it because we love it. We love what we do. It's something that makes us happy. And, and, and it's it's the only true universal language that we have is music. Yeah. It's the only thing where it could have no words in the song, but you know exactly what the song says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's it's universal, it's feeling, it's 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 everything. So never never let that go. Anyone that's that's coming up, never let that go. Yeah. Retain you know retain your humility. Of course, you don't ever let anyone walk over you, but retain that humility. Yeah. And and, and keep that that forever. You yeah. Know what I mean, no, that's some great advice. Um, we have a uh, a picture of your guitar, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we take a look at um 
we do a little bit of gay porn and talk about your guitar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's a nice, sexy guitar. Right did there. you did you give it a name or no? <sighs> um, honestly, no. My other two have names. I have I have two Dangelicos. Uh, Dangelico Premier DC, red, yeah. uh, wine red. Um, and then I my my main one that I use live, um, is like a is a D'Angelico Deluxe Ludwig, right. um, and that one's called Stardust. Right. But Sorry. this one, I don't have a name for it. Honestly, I've never. Susie. <laughs> Does it look like a Susie? <laughs> nah. That's the, the meme. You but should give it like a really humdrum name like Alf or something. <laughs> 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 right. But that's um that's my main acoustic that right. I've, had, I've had probably since freshman or sophomore year of high school. Yeah. And that is the guitar that I write everything on. I had to go um, on it. It's, it plays real nice. Dude, I, I know. I, I mean, it sounded great when you were playing it too, bro. Like, it's it, that... I remember getting it and I did not... I don't even know how long the strings were not changed on it, but yeah. it went for another, like, two and a half years. <laughs> it does not lose tune, bro. Oh, wow. Except when I throw it in the case. But, like, it does <laughs> not lose tune, dude. Like, it is actually insane. Now, obviously, I change the strings, like, every, like, month or so. But... Yeah. Because um, I'm not necessarily always performing live with it. Yeah. Uh, unless I'm doing, like, acoustic sets or whatever. But that's that's rare. my baby, though. Like, love it. Love yeah. It. It's awesome. Um, that was it for the gear, right? The guitar? Yeah. 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 That's kind of all I used. Yeah. Yeah. Today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the, uh, the two songs you played, man? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so the first one I played in there was, um, an unreleased song, actually. That one's called Moon. That's not going to be released for like a hot minute. But that song is essentially, it's, it's, I mean, it honestly answers the question the first, like, two lines like spent a lot of long nights driving chasing the moon got up as high as i could with n- with no luck on what to do so it's like essentially communicating the uh, um the idea or the concept of an unrequited love like once you get something that you've always wanted sometimes you realize that it's like not really what you needed you know if that's yeah. the best way i can put it yeah, yeah um yeah. the course be careful what you wish for be careful what you wish for because even even that you know it's what's that not all that glitters is gold kind of thing you yeah. know um, you can long for something, and it's amazing. That's that's the, uh, it's something that I think artists, um, all musicians, all artists, you know, whether it's music or, or painting or whatever the case is, um, it's something in the human psyche where w- that fascinates us. And it's and, and a big part of it, honestly, is is regarding emotional things such as like love or loss or anything like that, or yeah. or unrequited or, or et cetera. So uh, I try to do my best to communicate that in my own um, in my own way. Yeah. Hopefully it communicates well to those uh, who listen to it. But um, yeah, that's what that song's about. I tried to give it a like. You guys haven't heard the actual version of it, so like it's not gonna make sense when I say this. But it has like a very synth pop, dark synth pop vibe to it. Hector's getting yeah. I'll oh, send, yeah I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a demo. I'm gonna send you a demo of it. Bro. it. <laughs> I'll send you a demo of it. I think yeah, you'll, I think you'll dig it. Yeah. It's like um, I, I can't I can't even honestly think uh, of like a reference track, but. I try to do like a very like heavy dark synth pop song for that. Cool. Um, and then the bridge goes into like a flamenco guitar, which is what I was kind of like playing. Sure. I kind of made it funky in, in that rendition, but like yeah. um, that's essentially what it does. And Neat. yeah, um, the second song obviously is the one that is released. That one's called Thorium. Mm-hmm. Uh, that song is about letting go of all inhibitions, regardless of what could go wrong. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of interesting to play those two songs because one is like, I want something. The first one's like, I want something. I yeah. got it. I don't want it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second one is like, 
like in this case, a relationship aspect as well. You know, it's like we want something. Um, the person is hesitant and I'm trying to essentially tell them, uh, I'm pulling a, a John Cusack, you know, holding the, holding the speaker, the boom box yeah. outside the window being like, yo, yeah. like, come on, come out, babe. Lights almost out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, can we sleep it off right now? Et cetera. And so like, I'm trying to just communicate to them that, you know, I, if, even if this all goes South, like I, I will never regret it. You know? Right. Yeah. So that's that's what that song's about. That's good stuff, yeah. man. Yeah, it's man. all well thought through. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah both of them are a jam, man. And yeah, the, uh, and the so hooky, the, unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. That yeah. The four a.m. Uh, recording you have on on uh, Spotify and everything. Yeah. It's a it's, it's a jam, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, all things to was, him, man. I was like no, listening man, to him in the car and stuff. You know, getting prepped for the for the show, man. Like I just had like on loop. I must have listened to it like five times in a row. It's a good song. It is a good song. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Drive home from mixing that I was like it was just on loop because I was like damn like we it's finally infectious, finished the song infectious man yeah, yeah, it is yeah. it is it is yeah great job um, so what's coming up then what's in the works so here? a couple things uh, like I mentioned before I have um, three live shows coming up uh, the first one is not of my set it's, it's not me I'm actually been playing with a good friend of mine um, Jordan from JLG I'm going to be covering guitar and bass with him that's on October 9th I think it is right. um, uh, so Definitely, you know, keep up to date with that. Come out. Uh, if you want to catch me and JLG and a couple other amazing acts, local acts, live, uh, we're going to be playing on the 14th of August at Sandbox. Is in Glass, Glass going to be in that show? I hope so. I hope Glass so. Cities. By the way, if you don't know Glass Cities, oh definitely check out Glass Cities. 14th of October. Yeah. Of yeah. October yeah. One yes. of the yeah. best bands to ever watch live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like the They're JLG, insane. Glass Cities, to me, are like the three Th- those, That's the crew. My that first I, concert I was Rush. With. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to put it into context. My first concert was Rush. I've seen them live twice. Thank God. Wow. You know, rest in peace. Yeah. But Glass Cities live. Really? And the D live. Insane. insane. Wow. Insane. They're so gotta cool. Gotta check them out. And, awesome. But yeah, I'm playing the 14th, and then I am, I'm playing a Halloween uh, festival on October 29th. Yeah, Wicked. Right. Yeah. Nice. yeah, good stuff. And man. so that's that's as far as live shows, as far as music. Um, like I said, I have, uh, I'm going to L.A. recording a music video in a week, or yep. less than a week, actually Saturday, so like Exciting. three days, four yeah. days, whatever, from now, um, for the next single called Kerosene. That yeah. one's like a cool one. I'll send you a demo for that. Yeah. I think yeah. I think you'll, you'll dig yeah. that one. That's yeah, cool. wicked. We just um, finished tracking that yesterday. Yeah, yeah, we finished yeah. tracking the final vocals yesterday. Oh. So we're gonna actually after this, we're gonna get everything sorted out, make sure everything's there, and then we can start hitting the mix. And so it's gonna be wicked. it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Nice. Um, so the main two singles that are gonna be coming up is Carrie Scene, and then one after that is gonna be um, a song called uh, Poison Ivy, and that one is like a post punk style song like okay. it's completely different than 4 a.m nice. and um, and kerosene 180 it's like a 180 <laughs> but like that's what i love to do usually i do the first song like like you know one spectrum and then the second song another spectrum yeah just to give variety because yeah. i like throwing people off a little yeah. bit yeah, yeah um but i'm gonna I, I wanted to have a middleman for this one because okay. it's just that much different so wicked yeah. nice one yeah so um all right, then what have we got coming up? Uh, we have an amazing weekend coming up. We have Mega Malley's, one of my favorite places to play. Yeah, up in Melbourne. Yeah, and then... Uh, we That's have, on Fridays. Yeah, it? yeah, it's on Friday. And then O'Shea's on Saturday. So, yeah. so two uh, two really fun spots, man. Yeah, we, and sick. they both really, really suit our band because, uh, you know, we play so much Irish, Irish music. music and Irish pubs. Awesome, yeah. yeah, and James and I are at the Square Grouper on Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be at Cork on Sunday, but um, apparently that's not on anymore. So don't worry about that. So don't so don't go to Cork. <laughs> yeah, or or, or, or go to Cork, yeah. but just 
won't see Ben there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, good stuff. It, it's been so nice to meet you. you Absolutely. Are, likewise. Yeah. You're. You know. Again, it, it's funny. I said this last week to the people who were on, but you really are the real deal, and it's nice to see someone doing it, doing it well. And yeah. you I mean, know, dude, com- that coming from you guys means a lot. So yeah, like, wicked man. Thank you so much. Well, this is yeah. I mean, we we uh, we we and we said this last week too. You know, like we. When we started this podcast, of course, the first handful of people that came on here were basically our musician friends, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know we we uh, we hit the one year mark and we started treading into territory of uh, okay, well, who do we get on here now? And we started putting out the form, and people like yourself started yeah. filling out the form and submitting. And so it's cool because we're getting people on here now that we didn't know, we didn't hear of, you know, we didn't know who they are, we haven't heard of them, um, you know, we're, we're getting introduced to this new music, and then now mm-hmm. we're introducing our audience to that music, and and that is essentially what the podcast was supposed to be in the first place. Yeah, no, dude, honestly, you know? a, a lot of friends, that, um, other other local artists that have been on here, I've, I've spoken to them, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on 561 Podcast, and they're like, dude, fucking awesome guys, like, yeah, love them, like, so that, cool. no, no one had anything but just amazing, amazing things to say. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, so that's awesome. Whatever y'all do, and you Fucking doing it right. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. That's, that's so nice that's, to yeah, hear. That's awesome to hear, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah for and sure. every, everything you guys are doing for the, like, the local scene, like as uh, being musicians yourself, you understand yeah. uh, yourselves. You understand just how like difficult it is, and yeah. to get exposure, um, especially yeah. in such a professional like setting that you guys created here. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and yeah. Sh- shout out to Yaz. He's doing it at all of the sound and, yeah. and thank you, Yaz. Today. Yeah, Yaz. Yaz, Yaz in the control room because uh, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Justin is doing. Uh, Justin is filming. Uh, he's going to be away for a couple of weeks, man. He's filming for the Shake, uh, doing, uh, taking uh, all the all the video and all the filming and everything for their uh, rockumentary, if you will. Yeah, um, yeah. That uh, I keep telling him. Uh, you know, I have uh, I have mixed feelings. Like on one hand, I want him to take a lot of footage. On the other hand, I don't because I'm editing when he comes back. So <laughs> the less he has, I know the, the feeling. Easier for I me know to the edit. feeling. I tell you what, though, it, it's great, and it, it's the longest that he's left the school alone for. So he's a little nervous about it. Um, but we're going to look after it for you, Justin. It's in good hands. <laughs> don't good worry. Don't worry, Dad. We're not going to have a party <laughs> while you're gone. Not too many. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> have a big rager right here. <laughs> yeah. 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 We didn't hear that, Justin. <laughs> um, yeah, and as, as always, everybody, uh, you know, thanks a lot for uh, for listening. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Um, you know, we we absolutely. Uh, Love all the support we get from the community. Um, if you want to support us financially, um, there's a link at uh, 561music.com. You can uh, support us one time, you know, a one-time hit and, you know, any 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 amount, five bucks, 500 bucks, whatever. Um, and uh, or, or there's also a link on there and you can become a sponsor of the show. And, and um, you know, that that's a huge support for us. And, of course, yeah. you know, I've said it before, um, you know, Ben and I are not getting rich off of this. In fact, Ben and I are not making money off of this in most cases we're putting our own money into it um but we uh you know any any amount that anyone gives us or any any sponsorship money that comes in it all goes right back into the podcast it yeah. goes in for production value it goes in to help us promote it it helps us you know get, get the word out there um and as as a lot of you know we did the uh the 561 music festival last year or at least last april rather it was the first one at our one year anniversary um and we're doing it again in 2023 we've already locked in the date it's going to be april 1st it's not an april fool's joke we absolutely will be doing it that day um at matthew's brewing and uh, it'll be the same thing it'll probably be you know 20 bands two stages you know that kind of thing um so you know all all that money uh goes into helping us put that show on and and again that show is just more exposure for the local community and and pushing local artists and stuff um so 
any help is uh, is always appreciated. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And and uh, and so we can we also want to try to monetize the YouTube channel. So you, we need your help for that. We need to get to a thousand subscribers. Yeah, please subscribe, so, guys. Like yeah, and subscribe. Like, like mm-hmm. and subscribe. Um, yeah. And uh, and uh, all of uh, Hadi's. Uh, Links and everything will be in the show notes, so everybody will be able to find you. Um, your, you know, all your uh, uh, streaming stuff, your your um, your website, email, everything will be in Thank there. You. So yeah, so if you guys want to check it out, um, you know, you want to check out uh, when, when he's playing, um, when his band's performing, etc. Uh, all that stuff will be in there. So. Yep. Uh, appreciate you guys coming out, Thank man. You. Yeah. This is amazing. Thank you. Actually, I want to yeah. add real quick yeah. before we before we get off. Yeah. So so everyone watching sees or or knows. I didn't know I was going to be on the podcast until we were driving here, <laughs> but I do want to say thank you because there's a lot of um, movement now in in showing the behind the scenes, you know, and the engineers yeah. and the producers that we've been pretty much slept on throughout all of history. Yeah. So beyond besides this being my first, you know, podcast or, or official interview, I think you guys might be one of the first, if not the first, podcast to bring the engineer on. Oh yeah, you know, the artist engineer yeah, or, yeah, and man. producer on, which I think is is huge in crediting the people who yeah, are. Who oh are yeah, man. Like we said before, awesome. man. You, you, you not can, even for me, for everyone else. You, that's you can make up. or break the song, so you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely sure. deserves some exposure. Yeah. It's very nice to meet yeah. you. Too, yeah. You too, yeah, you too, yeah, you guys. Yeah. You guys are great. Check out the studio. Like, subscribe because it's dope. Yeah, yeah. what to do. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Peace out. Yeah.